0: You're now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor-noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. Proverbs 17:25. Says this right here. A foolish son is a grief to his father and bitterness to her who bore him. A foolish son is a grief to his father. Notice how the actions of one person can negatively affect another person. Come on. See, obvious is to the point to where the son in the text is old enough to do right, but chooses not to. And his foolishness or his choices grieve his father. A son's decision to be foolish can grieve his father. But notice that there are levels of grief. Because notice, and this isn't always the case, but notice how the scripture deals with it. He's a grief to his father. But for that woman who carried him, come on, for for, for that woman who nursed him, he is bitterness to her. See, what we have to see in the text is that our choices affect others. Our choices affect others. Positively, negatively. Our choices can help folk, but the very choices we make can hurt people. Let me read it again. A foolish son is a grief to his father and bitterness to her who bore him. Now listen, I could flip this. I could flip this. I could say the foolishness of a father can be a grief to a child. Come on. The foolishness of a daughter can grieve her mother. Some some of y'all, you better listen. Folks' choices can affect you. Especially people who you love. You can't control them, but what they do can affect you. To be grieved is to be damned. Uh, uh, y'all gonna hang in here. See, see, see what other folk do, what other folk say can get you down. Look at it in Genesis 26. We'll see it even clearer. Genesis 26. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 the text is big this morning. It's big. Cause see as you turn to Genesis 26, we can also add that things can get you down. Situations can get you down. I ain't got no witnesses in the house. Circumstances can get you, can get you down. What you're going through can get you, can get you down. What's happening to you can get you Well, watch this. What has happened to you? What has happened to you? Oh, come. What did happen to you? Can be years ago, but it can get you down today like it happened yesterday. See, see, this is just how this is just how we made things, people. Can get us down. Notice in Genesis 26 and verse number 34. Notice it carefully. When Esau was 40 years old. No, notice the Bible told us his age. When Esau was 40 years old, a grown man. Somebody shout, a grown man. He took as wives Judith, the daughter of Bera the Hittite, and Basemath, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite. Let me break this down. At 40 years old, Esau d- decided to marry two heathen women. <laughs> he, he At 40 years old, He decided, I'm going to get married. I'm going to marry two women at the same time. And both of them are pagans. Neither one believes in the Most High God. But but hold on, he's 40 years old. He can make his own decisions. He's a grown man. And they were a grief. Of mine to Isaac and Rebecca. What this grown man decided to do hurt his father and his mother. Woo Boy I I need I need some parents, and how's this going? I, I need some parents that have dealt with some foolish Grown, can I say it like the old folk? Chilling. When they cutting up, they ain't cheering, they chilling. They couldn't make him marry who they thought he needed to marry. No, they had to step back. Watch him make his decision. Isn't it amazing that things you can't control will sometimes get you That's a good word. I tell you, that's a good word. Things that's out of your control can get you down. And since we acknowledge it from our own lives that things can get you down, that's the reason I got to come with a subject Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, this morning subject, don't let it keep you down. Y'all better look at somebody and tell them, don't let it keep you down. Look at somebody and just tell him, I don't know what you're going through. Tell them, I don't know what all you've been through. And I don't know what has got you down lately. But there's a word today. Don't let, don't, let don't, let don't let it, don't let it, don't let it keep you down. Whoa! Come on, let's give him a praise for the shepherd. Don't let it keep you down. Somebody you already know is your rhema. You already know God, I pray you're answering. Hallelujah. Don't let it, don't let it. Don't let it. Don't let it. Don't let it. You got some power. Don't let it. You have a choice. Don't, 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 don't do what? Don't do what? Be seated. Be seated. Let's deal with it. Whoa, it's real to me this morning. I said this word is real with me this morning. It's resonating. With past. Again, as I said, opening up, the choices of others can affect us positively and negatively. What people say can affect you. What people do can affect you. What people should do, but choose not to do can affect you. And if that is the truth and we know it to be so, then we also have to point the finger back at ourselves and know that our choices Affect others. You you know, sometimes we're guilty of making decisions that are bad decisions. And we have the attitude like, it's my right to do it. Without even understanding that yes, it is your right to do it. But like it or not, if you choose to do it, it will affect others. Some of us haven't matured like that. We haven't grown to the point to where we recognize that we have to be careful with our choices. Because sometimes you can choose to do what you're grown enough to do. But you're going to hurt somebody who's counting on you to do the right thing. Come on, I'm already teaching good. This this is just life. This is just how life works. Whether you like it or not, when you become a parent, especially raising younger children, you owe it to them to be careful when it comes to the choices that you make. Because your choices affect Your surgery. Come on. What you say. How you talk to your child. Has consequences. What you instill in them. Has consequences. Wow I'm teaching right. What you allow them to see. Has consequences. And see sometimes we don't really realize. How our choices affect others. And some of you are quiet. And I know you're guilty. Because if you did realize it, you would be slow about doing and saying some of the things you do and some of the things you say. I never forget when me and Donna were shacking, we wasn't saved wasn't in the church. It was shacking. It was rough. Times was rough. We both had been raised right. We knew we was under a curse. We, We didn't just say it like that. But we knew we wasn't doing the right thing by God the way that we was living. And I was in the street big time. And to show you. Y'all know I y'all know how transparent I can get. Sometimes I can get too transparent. But my bad behavior, my sinful ways, at that time begin to weigh on what was a good woman, and my sinful ways begin to drag her into things. That she didn't necessarily have to be a part of, but she was loving somebody who didn't have his act together. She had fell in love with somebody who didn't care that his choices hurt people around him. This is how ignorant, this is how caught up I was into my sin. And one of my biggest sinful behavior or one of my biggest vices was gambling. It was in me. It controlled me. It was, it was literally ruling my life at the time. And don't let nobody fool you. Other things come with sin. You, you, you can just think all day, well, Pastor, I, I just got this one hang up, but isn't it amazing how one hang up causes you to get hung up in other areas? You, you didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. This come with that. And see, I didn't realize the drugs, the drinking comes with the gambling. I didn't realize the women, the whoring. All of that came with it, that lifestyle. But i never forget I was in the living room and, 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 and Minister Cochran then he, he was only like, I think, three. And we were just, he was just sitting in the floor and I was playing with him. He said, well, Pastor, ain't nothing wrong with playing with your son. It's what I was doing. I was teaching him at three how to roll dice. And I was trying to show him how to, how to lock them in and keep them together and how to shake them and make them make the noise and then how to roll it out. And then as soon as the dice stopped, I was teaching him how to pop his hand. See, some of y'all don't know nothing about that, but that, that, when, when, when you needed to hit a four, you didn't just want four to roll out there, but you wanted it to stop on two, two with you going BANG! Come on, some, see, I'm, I'm taking too long with this. Where are some of my spade players at? You, you you, you, didn't just cut. You didn't just cut what they threw out, but it was a way you had to cut it. Ugh. Come on, where are my spade you you, you, you had to just, bang. Because they just knew they had a book, but, but, but you just looked at them smiling. And in, in your mind, you said, you counted that. You counted that as a book. bank. Bang. Sometimes you gotta wake up sleepy folk with other things. <laughs> but she came in the room. I'll never forget it. We wasn't say. She said, the nerve of you. And she pointed at me. And I said, what are you talking? She said, the nerve of you. To teach him your bad habits. And of course, you know how we are, brother. Hard Man, I played that off girl tripping, get out of here, i do what I want to do to my son but when she walked away she didn't know that her words stuck with me and back then, Minister Cocker, he had one of the most beautiful smile his smile just, he did he was just always somewhere laughing and smiling I took him to the barbershop and I said, don't go in here doing all that smiling and just laughing and going up to folk just smiling I said, just stay with me <laughs> just stay with me. They be all the boys, smiling, TJ, rotting all over. Just, just keep your mouth. Just stay right here, boy. We dealing with some issues. Stay, stay. But listen to me. But when she walked off, mercy gamble, that dealt with me, cause I looked him in his eyes, and I knew as a man, I had nothing good to give him. Dealt with me. It dealt with me, man. But see, I didn't realize my choices was going to affect him. Yeah. Woo, y'all here now. <laughs> and like it or not, we can sometimes Allow what other people choose to do, as well as what they choose to say, we can allow it to get us down. I'm just curious this morning, I'm just wondering, has anybody ever allowed something or, or somebody to get you down and it surprised you at how you got down so quickly about it. Anybody ever got down about something and, and, and it was if you just you couldn't believe that you was allowing this thing this, this person to ruin your day. To, to cause you not to want to eat. To cause you not to want to enjoy the beautiful day that God had placed before you. And see, whether y'all want to admit it or not, there are times that we allow things and people to get us down. I'm talking about things you know people need to do, but you can't make them do it. But you're grieved by them not doing what is right. There are parents in here that that, 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 that have sleepless nights. Overgrown children who refuse to change. Their behavior is a grief to you. When you see them, it gets you down to see them like that. To know that there's better in them. But by their own choices, they're doing things to hurt themselves. And while doing things to hurt themselves, they are hurting you. Or getting you down. See, there's somebody in here. You, you, you're you letting the talk of people get you down. Come on, come on. I said, you're letting the talk of people get you, you down. But but see, you won't cut off the dog that's bringing you the bone. I, I, I hate to say, it, you 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 won't cut off the person. It, it, it's a contact that you have that keeps bringing you what they're saying and what they're bringing is getting you down. But 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 you won't. And sometimes, whether y'all believe this or not, there are things that can get you down. That if you're not careful, it's as if this thing, every time it gets you down, it takes you lower. Somebody know what I'm talking about. It hurts you more and more. You know, it's like somebody done drove a knife in you. Didn't pull it out, that knife is in you. But, 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 but you think you're getting over it and then, then you'll feel some way they'll do something, they'll say something, you'll see them in a condition and it's like somebody's twisting them. But see what we have to learn to do when we know things and people are getting us down. We gotta learn how to bounce back. Come on, I, I, I said we gotta learn how how to recover. We we gotta learn how to shake ourselves. We got to learn how to revive ourselves. You gotta learn how to talk to yourself when something is getting you getting you down. You you got to decide at that moment. Don't wait six hours. Six hours may be too late. You gotta decide right then. When it starts to get you down, then I'm not going to let this happen today. I'm not going to let this do me like this. Come on, somebody. I'm teaching good this morning. I talked about a long-lasting deliverance. You have to be able to have memories of being hurt by people when you were young come into your mind. But you got to decide that I refuse to allow what they did to me. I refuse to allow their own to cause me to continue to relive something that I've been delivered from. I've got to bounce back. i got to shake my I've got to revive my oh come on I'm preaching right up in the house. You can let folks choices get you down. Am I right about it? Notice in Genesis let me deal with it that Esau if you know anything about Esau Esau was a troubled child from what we call the get-go. Yeah, Esau was. You know, even the Bible says, and a lot of folk don't like it, the Bible says that, that Jacob, God said about Jacob, he said, Jacob I loved, but Esau have I hated. See, Esau was a wicked man. Esau was a man one time who was hungry. He was hungry, and his brother Jacob got Esau to sell him his birthright for a bowl of stew. See, 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 just how low down Esau was. Rather than depend on God for deliverance and for help, Esau despised his own inheritance and was willing to give it up for a bowl of soup. Esau was not just a troubled child but a troubled man. That trouble is revealed at even 40 years old. He took as wise Two Hittite women. It was important to Abraham when it came time for Isaac to marry. It was important to Abraham that Isaac married the right kind of woman. Oh, y'all quiet this morning. But see, again, Jacob showed That he did not care what his godly parents thought about his decisions. You know, sometimes you hear people say, well, you know, I don't care about what nobody think about me. That can be good, but that can be terrible. Because that can also suggest that when you need to listen to people, you won't listen because their opinion of you doesn't matter. I'm teaching this morning. But how many know we have to in this life value the opinions, the thoughts of certain people. If they have proved themselves to be good for you and to you. I'm not saying nobody's opinion as far as a man should ever weigh on us like God. But you have to recognize there are times when it comes to parents and leaders that they are connected to God. And we hear God's voice. Come on somebody. sometime, child. Sometimes young person. You hear the voice of God through your father. Sometimes married folk, we can hear the voice of God through our spouse. Isn't it amazing how some of us that married, we, 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 we can talk all the time about how we hear the fool in our spouse. But can you hear the God in your, in your spouse? But see, what I'm proving to us here is that Esau being grown, he didn't care what God thought. About his decision, and he didn't care what his parents thought. In other words, he didn't care how his choices affected others. And see, that is the epitome of a selfish person. I gotta do it no matter what nobody thinks, I gotta do it no matter who it hurts. You hear know how quiet it is? Yeah. And as powerful of a man as Isaac was, because you do have in the church sometimes people who always trying to put up this image that nothing ever gets them down. That's a lie. That's a lie. Come on, somebody. Where, where, where my honest saints at? Where my mature saints at? See how I many honest folks I got out. There, there are times that, that we could allow something to get us down that we know has no business getting us down. You can allow something to affect you mentally that you know I shouldn't be allowing this to do this to me. But it is. I said, but it is. Woo! You'd be surprised of people who meet with folk to talk about their problems and pay money. To constantly talk about people. Don't y'all get mad at me. Who not even in the room. That whatever you got going on with this person and telling them your business can in no way change what somebody decides to do who's not in your meeting. Did, y- did y'all hear that? Look at verse 35. And they were, the wives, the decision of Esau were a grief of mine to Isaac and Rebekah. His decision to marry these pagan women got them down. It was a grief of mine. Let me give you three definitions of what it means when it says it was a grief of mine. Y'all hang in here. Number one, it caused them to have a worrisome mind. And we know that worrying is not good. Come on, son. It is not good to worry, listen to me, about nothing. No thing is worth worrying about. Listen, especially things that you cannot change. You remember even Jesus said, which of you by worrying can add One cubic to his stature. Which one of you by worrying can change something or make a situation better? And they didn't answer him because they knew worrying in and of itself will not make anything better. Therefore, Jesus came back and said, why do you worry? They were worried about a decision. That Esau had made, that they couldn't stop him from making, that just got them down. You know, sometimes people play games in their mind. They don't realize that they're games, but you're playing with yourself. See, because whenever somebody's decision hurts you, that's something you have to start dealing with. I say, that's something you have to start dealing with. Number two, they were overcome with disappointment. They were overcome with disappointment. Listen, church, do y'all not realize in life that people will disappoint you? Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all were too quiet. There. I said, have y'all not learned in life that people will sometimes? Disappoint you? Do you not know that you and I will sometimes disappoint? You ain't never had nobody tell you, oh, I'm so disappointed in, in you. We disappoint each other. But see, sometimes people can allow what a person does to bring them into a, a state of disappointment with their actions, their words. But then you start playing games with yourself rather than just dealing with the simple fact that what they said to me hurt me. Let me just deal with that. What they said affected me. The way they chose to talk to me hurt me. Deal with it. But when you play games, you you, you keep telling yourself things like, I just can't believe she talked to me like that. I, 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 I I can't believe of all the people he treated me like that. See, you can't get healed until you believe it. Come on, y'all know how I teach. When somebody do you wrong, don't you say that. I can't believe it. Believe it. They did it. Believe it. They said it. Somebody know this teaching is real. And sometimes we, we have just rehearsed things that people said to us that really affected us. Made you feel that you wasn't who you knew you was. Well, you ain't never been there for me. No way. If the truth be told, you got to slap them in their mouth. Because as a mama, you know, girl, without me. without God helping me to help you without God keeping me together so I could be there for you and gave my last for you went out of my sacrifice for you when you didn't even Can I just keep it real? Sometimes as a parent, when your opinion doesn't matter to your child, that can that that that, that can affect you. You saying what's good for. And they're acting like you want to hurt them. See, 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 see that, that can that can affect you. That, oh, come on. Come on. What people do to you can cause you to change. For the worst, when you didn't, you, you didn't have to change, you didn't have to think less of yourself. Oh, I, I, I'm preaching so good up in here, some of y'all not respond. You have to know who you are when folk mistreat you. You have to know the value that you carry. You better teach that thing, pastor. When others can't see the value in you, don't you allow mistreatment to make you think you're less than who God says you are. See, again, sometimes it's challenging to teach like this in church because so many of us, again, we want people to think that nothing bothers us. And, and, and some of us got good at it. you two different people. You seem to be okay in, in, in front of people. But you broken by yourself. How are you helping yourself to pretend around me that you hold? But when you're by yourself, you are anything but happy. See, see, who are you really deceived? sometimes you can be with people and things happen to them or they're going through something. And you can say, hey, 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 don't let that get you down. And they, oh, me, man, I ain't, I ain't studying that. Don't bother me. That supervisor got a mouth. They can say whatever they want to say. It don't, ain't hey, get me down. Well, why are you crying looking for another job? And God sent you to that place. So it did bother you? Huh? Your own spouse can say something to you that if you ain't in the place you need to be. Get tired. Why can't you be more like so-and-so? Two weeks later, you done change your hair. Dressing differently, Trying to be more like so-and-so. See, what they said to you, it hurts you. See, it's quiet in the house. See, 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 you're dealing with things. Finally, It was sorrow or sadness of heart. That's what his decision to marry two heathen women did to his parents. It caused them to be sad. And when something whether it be a situation or whether it be a person. When something begins to cause you to be sad or to have a sorrowful heart, you need to take that very seriously. Psalm 6. Psalm 6. Anybody being helped? What did I talk about? A long-lasting deliverance. We need it. Psalm 6. Because there are some folks in the house, you are allowing the choices of others to get to you in a bad or negative way. And listen to me. The choices of others is affecting your happiness. Come on, Psalm six. See, grief is nothing to play with. Come on, somebody. I say grief is nothing to play with. I say grief is nothing to to play with. And, and have you ever seen a person who will get hurt by one person? But we'll take out that hurt, that frustration on others. Y'all ever seen it? You ever did it? Now you over here mistreating somebody because of the choices that somebody made that affected you. But watch grief. See, what I'm teaching y'all this morning, I, I, I had to learn. I had to learn these things. As a pastor, I, I've had people say things to me that it, it affected me. It affected me. I had to learn if, 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 if you don't handle this right just, just listen to me if you don't handle this right you're going to allow what they did you're going to allow what they said to affect how you pastor people who really value your leadership you're going to let People who didn't value it cause you not to be a help and a strength to people who do that. Yeah. See, sometimes you can find yourself not being to others what you need to be to them because of what somebody else has done to you. Are y'all hearing me? Used to go home from meetings, and God will said, "What's wrong with you? I thought we were." I'm I'm just gonna eat back here today. Well, I mean, I could tell something, Donna. I I, I don't want to even I don't want to deal with it. See. me. it stayed with me. Isn't it, it amazing how things, folks, say with you? It stays. You had in one day several people say something good to you. You have one person to say something hurtful. And that's what stayed. Come on, come on. You you had people after people coming up to you talking about how they value what you do on the job, how, how they appreciate what you bring to the table. And you had one person, listen, whose sole purpose is to run you out of the place that they know God put you because they secretly want to be where you You have to be careful with your married folk that talk to you about your spouse. They may just want to. You. you have to keep this real because there are some of you out here, you're sitting all cool. You're acting like this message is it's okay, but... But there's something that's getting you down. shouldn't be getting you down. Do, Do you know I see way too many women. Married and single. That place their worth. In the opinion of men. There are women that give men that kind of power. If your husband is treating you. Like you his, whatever, little, 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 little chocolate dumpling. Whatever. No, no, see, 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 y'all playing. But you'd be surprised how that, how that has you skipping. Oh, you feel like you can do anything. You can overcome anything. He sent me flowers for nothing. Oh, I am the woman of the year. But if he ignores you, if he doesn't notice you, if he doesn't appreciate you, you'll be surprised how single women value how many men have came on to them within a week or a month. What's wrong with me? Ain't nobody asked me Look at you. Come on, I'm being sick. You 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 are damaged goods. You want a new man, but you hadn't got over what the old man said. You hadn't got over what the old man did. I got to move on. That's good teaching. It's good teaching. See, some of y'all just think marriage is just, oh, it's just, oh. Sometime in a marriage, that that can be the one that says something to you. Woo. And y'all know how folks say something and they come back. And this is what gets you. Hey, 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 what's going on here? you? you right. Hey, you oh. <laughs> Well, we both know. I said some stuff, right? Mad, oh, mad. Oh, mad, I was sh- mad. I was mad. You know me, you know me, you know I don't, I don't. But, but see, the problem with that, wow, is that sometimes it takes folk getting mad for them to tell you how they really feel about you. Sometimes you gotta know it. When people are apologizing, sometimes you gotta know that's how you really think. You didn't just get mad and lie. But have you ever heard of folk getting mad and telling the truth? Telling what they really feel. See, that's messing with some of you right there. I, said, uh-oh. I got over it because I thought he said he didn't mean it. You saying maybe he meant it. Y'all better listen to me? You don't know where people are at when they say certain things to you. You don't know what level of hurt they're speaking from. Y'all never had nobody go off on you and you knew like, hey, I know I done wrong, but I didn't do that wrong. That 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 that's You getting me, you getting so and so, you getting all of us, but I'm the only one here. This cannot be. See, some of you God sent in the word, it needs to be long lasting deliverance. Psalm six, Psalm six, I'm going to speed up. Psalm six, y'all ready? Psalm six and verse six. I'm weary with my groaning. All night I make my bed swim. I drenched my couch with my tears. Whoa! I want if anybody ever cried. That, that, that c- come on, y'all. That's what we call changing gears. You, you, yeah, it ain't just tears. You, <laughs> come on. Be surprised if people get in their car and just falling apart. Can't see. It's one thing when it's raining hard, you put your rifles on, but when you're crying too hard, you can't see, you don't. Come on. My eyes, verse 7, waste away because of my grief. What Pastor I want to show you about this is that grief can affect us physically. Physically. Physically physically in the form of sickness. You can give room to sickness when you grieve about something too long. When you grieve over something too long. Am I teaching it right? Give way to to sickness. But often, in, in, in some cases, when you're grieving, grief can also take your energy for what you should be doing. What you need to be doing, you have no energy to do it. Some folk houses not nasty just because they don't like cleanliness. No, 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 come on, that ain't no throw off. Some folk is what they're going And sometimes, like it or not, when you sad and when you're bottoming out, when you are depressed, or battling depression real hard, sometimes you say to yourself, without knowing it, what does it matter if it's clean or not? What does it matter if I pay it or not? What does it matter if I'm here? See something has got you down. Come on, y'all know we're dealing with it, right? Proverb fifteen. I said something has got you down. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Proverb fifteen. Yeah, pastor, I'm on. I'm on. I'm, I'm I'm gonna be all right, pastor. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get myself together, pastor. I, I know what they say hurt me, but I'm gonna get myself together, pastor, because I know they got to apologize. They got to come back to me. Uh oh. There are some folk will hurt you who will never admit it. They will never acknowledge the pain that they cause. Come on, I know I'm talking right. They'll never acknowledge it. Some folks are too prideful to acknowledge it, but you ain't gonna like this. Some folks are ignorant and they do not realize The effect that their words had on you. We did it. We said things to people that hurt them bad, and we didn't even realize how bad our words affected them because we kept going on with our day. Look at Proverbs 15. Oh yeah, past pastor, and close it. Proverbs 15, 13. I'm talking about long-lasting deliverance. Proverbs 13, 15, 13. A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance. But by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. Whenever you have a broken spirit, you are either battling depression or you are succumbing to depression. Do you see it? But by sorrow of the heart, heart in the Bible is synonymous with the mind. I have sorrow of the mind. And it is breaking my spirit. It has me battling a state of depression or unhappiness. I'm unhappy about what I'm going through. I'm unhappy about how people are treating me. I'm unhappy about this situation. But tell somebody there comes a time. Oh, look at somebody else. Say, you, you, you ain't listening. Tell somebody there comes a time. When you got to recognize that you're down, but don't let it keep you down. Look at somebody there tell them, I don't know what you're going through this morning. But it's important that you choose to get up. Come on somebody, What my preachers at? Look at three people tell them, get up, get up, get up. No, I need some preachers up in here now. Look at 2 folk and tell them, get up, get up. Come on, somebody, make a choice to get up. Make a choice to survive. Make a choice to shake yourself. Make a choice to reverse course. Make a choice to reverse. Oh, I'm talking to somebody now. You ain't the only one going through something. Make a choice to get up. You're not the only one to suffer mistreatment. Make a choice to get up. You're not the only one parent to be mistreated by a child. Make the choice to get up. You're not the only child to be disappointed by your parent. Make the choice to get. See, I'm excited because I know what it means to get. I got to get. Wow, how far Somebody tell him I got to get up. I got Whoa, I'm willing to acknowledge it I got hurt but I got to get up I got disappointed but I got to get It ain't in y'all the way it need to be I need about 50 folk to get happy and decide I got to get up Can't wait on nobody to come shake me Can't wait on nobody to come encourage me I got to shake mine Where y'all let music I got to shake mine Whoa. Are y'all in the house? Are y'all in the house? Are y'all in the house? I feel like preaching tail three, four. You better get up. You better get up. You better get up. Wow, I'm feeling this message. Tail three more, four. You better get up. You better get up. You better get up. Whoa! I need somebody preaching that they know it's dangerous to stay down. It's dangerous to stay down. You better get up. You better get up. You better get up. God has something for you. You better. You better get up. God has better. You better get. You better get. You better get. You better get. It got you down, but you better get. It got next to you, but you better. You better. Somebody going through something in the house. What's going on may not change, but you better get. Come on, somebody. Been down too long. It has to be alone. deliver. Let me show you why that's important. Go to Nehemiah. Whoa, somebody feeling it. It's getting in you right now. Yeah, let it stir your heart right now. Let it stir your heart right now. Hallelujah. Even if you're talking to God, just, just let Him know, Lord, I'm getting up. Somebody need to throw your hands up and just say, Lord, I'm getting up. Somebody need to throw your hands up and say, Lord, I'm getting up. Whoa. Somebody need to throw your hands up and thank God for your long-lasting deliverance. Somebody need to tell yourself, I'm getting up. I'm getting up. What they said about me wasn't right. I'm getting, I'm getting up. They hurt me, but I'm getting, I'm getting up. And when you get up, you're getting back in position. When you get up, you're getting back ready for what God has for you. You won't let nobody cancel your assignment. You won't let nobody take your anointing. I'm getting. See, this message was said to stir you. I'm getting, I'm getting like Deacon Cochran, I left my assignment, but I got to run back to it. I got, I got to get, Wow! sometimes you got to be able to get up, even though folk witness your fall, you got to say, I know y'all saw me fall, but I got to get, tell your neighbor the same people that saw me fall, they're about to see me get up, you're about to see me get up tell three folk you better get up pastor preaching too hard for you to stay down you better get you better get get up didn't go the way you wanted to get up what you prayed about didn't happen but get up is it your long lasting deliverance Is this your long-lasting deliverance? (laughs) See, a foolish son can grieve his father. A foolish son, a daughter can bring bitterness to their mother. But the father got to decide to get up. The mother has to decide. That I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Can, can, can I just be honest? See, see, there are times as a parent, you, you got to be able to endure the mistreatment of one child. But yet in the midst of it, recognize how others' children, they need mama. They need me. I've seen too many parents get so upset about what an older child is doing that you're not even there for the younger ones. You're so grieved by the decision of an older son that you're missing how much the younger sons, watch this, were affected by the older son. See, they also got hurt. See, it's amazing sometimes we'll be in a house and we think what's happening in that house is only affecting you. There are certain things that happen in your house. It affects your children. Your children were affected by that. Didn't just hurt you, but it hurt them. And see, there's a reason sometimes the enemy will know you're down. Come here, brother boy. I know you're clean. You're going to have to get down. Go on and get down. He don't mind. Just on your elbows like that. See, that's a reason sometimes the enemy know you down. But see, his job, especially when he know others are depending on you. Your decisions affect other people. He wants you to stay down. Try to get up rubber Now, you're stronger than me. Don't do it. Just try to get up. Just try to get up. Come on, try to get up like you're really trying to get up. See, he's putting that pressure on you. want to keep you right there. Right there. Because, see, if you're broken, mama, you can't be a part of the process of healing somebody else. If you're broken woman, no matter how bad you want to see your husband saved, the enemy, no, you cannot reach him from this position. So he wants to, wants to keep you down. You see what I'm saying? you good, brother. But hold on. But what determines whether you let it keep you down? And this ain't nothing deep. Is the power of choice. The enemy does a good job of making it seem to be more difficult than it really is. Well, if I'm going to get up, if I'm going to be who God wants me to be, I got to do this, 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 and this. No, 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 you don't. See, see, your mind is already somewhere your mind don't need to be. The first thing you got to do, come on, is make a choice to get up. Come on, hold on, bro. See, see, you can't worry about step four, five, and six. You gotta make the choice to get up, knowing that if you make that choice, your very present help will help you with choices four, five, and six. Even what we don't recognize sometimes the Lord is saying don't let it keep you down because he is already prepared some things. Huh? That are dependent on you getting up. See the enemy already know the way has been made. He don't mind me telling you because he testified of himself. See, God had already decided what he was going to do for Deacon Cochran if he would get up. There were things, blessings, waiting on him. But the choice to get up. And see, when you make it, let me tell you something about the devil and demons. When you as a spirit filled child of God make the choice to do God's will, y'all ain't hearing me. You ain't hearing me, Mr. Person. When you make the choice to do God's will, demons don't have enough power to stop you. Because it is God's will. Let me read this and y'all been patient and we'll close it right here in Nehemiah because I need you to see the choice. you good, brother boy. See, he up. It's a choice. Come on. Look at Nehemiah. Y'all get Nehemiah and then we done. I'm not going to preach it. I'm just going to read it. Nehemiah. I done preached enough. Nehemiah. See, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not so much today concerned about continuing to focus on what got you down. I now have to turn my preaching and teaching, my wisdom to, don't let it keep you down. Don't let it keep you down. Notice Nehemiah 8. Show the power of choice and we got to get out of here. I had one more scripture, but I ain't going to get to it. Nehemiah 8, verse number 9. Woo! Nehemiah 8 and 9. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, Israel, the priest and tribe. Nehemiah 8 and 9. Israel, Israel, the priest and tribe. And the Levite, who taught the people, said to all the people, This is, this day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn, nor weep. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, Go your way. Eat the fat, drink the sweet, send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow. Do not what? Do not what? Do not what? Anytime God tells you not to do something, that means you have the power not to do it. If he's saying to you today, don't let it keep you down, then you have the power. To get up. Do not sorrow. For the joy of the Lord... Look at here. Is your strength. See how joy means something. So the Levites quieted. All the people saying, Be still. For the day is holy. Do not be grieved. See, make a choice. Make a choice. Make a choice not to allow what you're going through to grieve you any longer. Make a choice... Not to allow what somebody did to you or what somebody said to you or the actions or the choices of somebody else to get you down. And all the people, this is what I love, and I want to be able to say this about refuge. All the people went their way to eat and to drink. See how obedient they are? They're making a choice. Remember, they wasn't like this because he had to tell them, hey, 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 y'all need to eat. Y'all need to drink. Y'all need to be happy. And all the people went their way to eat and to drink. To send portions and rejoice greatly. Because they understood the words that were declared to them. When you understand what was declared to you today. You can make the choice. Not to allow people and things to keep you down. pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.